to be honest, I can't believe that my two best friends became best friends. High five, Zoe. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, and welcome back to another episode of To Be Honest. I'm your host, Amy. I'm Grace. And today we have a special guest. Wow. Hello, I'm Zoe. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, And as previously mentioned, she is another best friend. (laughs) Yes. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you've probably heard her name crop up. But now you finally get to meet her. Yay! Yay. (laughs) All right. So, Zoe, have you been recently? Um, I've been pretty good. I don't know. There's not much to say, to be honest. Because, um, (laughs) I don't know. This summer has been very unproductive to say you know the least i mean you got a job that's pretty productive uh, okay yeah yeah (laughs) but you know uh education wise question mark yeah yeah yeah. it's okay me me neither i mean it's summer yeah i've been i've been chilling i've been going out and exercising my dog (laughs) very nice her her obese uh, obese is no, a strong word. Her no. overweight dog. Oh, I well, would not no. say obese. I would say table dog. He table looks dog. like a table. Okay. A rectangular my, person. My dog had pancreatic inflammation because he was too fat, but he has been cured oh. of that as of today. Oh, so, really? Yay. Yeah. But now he has the ear ex- infection. Oh, yeah. Now, now he has an ear infection. <laughs> but, oh, you know. No. Um, Great for him. The ear infection will clear. It's not that like problematic, but you know, his yeah. pancreas is yeah, yeah, yeah. a okay now. That's wonderful to hear. Yes. I'm yeah. glad <laughs> caramelly boy is all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was mentioning this to Grace before, but I was just like, it's kind of shocking how quickly my mental health improved after school ended. Yeah, it's just like mm. we were just like talking about all of our podcast episodes in the past and before it was just like burnout <laughs> and like I don't know bad mental stuff and then suddenly like summer is over and we're just like haha <laughs> optimism <laughs> you know literally yeah. yeah but it's been pretty nice mm-hmm. yeah. and it's like I haven't been super productive either but anyways we're happy <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's all that matters yeah this has just reaffirmed my belief that I don't want to be hardworking in the future. And I just want to chill and be happy. <laughs> She's finally accepted it. <laughs> I support that. Yes. Thanks. <laughs> Zoe, have you been feeling happier since summer started? Yes, most definitely. Do I don't know. I don't even know why, but I was like dying in June for like no reason because school wasn't even that bad. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm going to blame school anyways. <laughs> the vibes um, yeah just the vibes but like after school ended and summer started at first for like the first two weeks I felt guilty because I wasn't doing anything but now I've just accepted <laughs> it and you know if it's it's great it's fantastic we're chilling yeah. yeah and I think part of it is also just like in school you get social interaction but especially with COVID it's not really social interaction and mm-hmm. in our like program too a lot of the time class is actually class time yeah mm-hmm. yeah so then it's like I got to see my friends but we never really sat down and talked yeah but in the summer <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean I think like with school it's kind of just like the constant 
pressure of having assignments and deadlines and everything and then just not getting enough sleep and not having enough time to socialize and do things we love and then that just makes us go down in dumps yeah overall though i think for me the last quarter was pretty fine because i only had one class (laughs) but because i had so much time I also, like, kind of fell behind that class at the final stretch when there was only two weeks of school left because I was, like, already in summer mode. And I was like, Basha! Basha! I was like, who needs genetics? True. Freaking genetics. (laughs) And also, like, for our course, since a lot of our grades are, like, more important in grade 12 Mm -hmm. than, like, grade 11, like, grade 11 is more just building the foundations than we kind of had that mentality where we're a little more lax because then it's like I think in regular programs usually the grade 11 marks are the ones that are really important and get Mm -hmm. sent in to like universities and stuff but we're just like (laughs) yeah no I was shocked when Amy was like oh it's okay my grade 11 grades don't really matter like grade 12 is (laughs) when it really matters because from what I've heard not in Amy and Zoe's program because they go to the same school from what I've heard grade 11 is I'm pretty sure the most important, and the grade 12, you just have to, like, keep up and not totally drop and slack off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was told the same thing, like, grade 11 is the really, really important one, but then maybe that was just, like, me rationalizing, me getting, like, grades I wasn't happy with in grade 11. Yeah. And I'm like, it's okay, grade 12. (laughs) But anyways, we're gonna say grade 12. That's what, like, my mentality was as well. And then I kind of just gave up, and I was like, uh, you know I'll just try harder next year <laughs> like realistically I I probably won't try like that much harder I'll probably like be dying in the first semester like everyone does but mm-hmm. you know <laughs> we'll, we'll face that problem when we get there yeah exactly yeah. I'm curious because I know that the program that both Amy and Zoe go to is like super competitive and I'm wondering if that kind of wears down on your mental health you know Okay, um, I wouldn't say our school's, like, super competitive, but then mm-hmm. I would definitely say everyone cares a lot about grades over there. Yeah. You know? And then that's, like, not the best mentality sometimes, and then something I've kind of had to learn. Also, mm-hmm. like, I don't think it's really obvious that we're, we're competitive. We don't make it that apparent, but... Sometimes a lot of people are kind of like, I guess like passive aggressive about their grades and like comparing yeah. their grades to your grades um, to be, I guess, like nice about it. But yeah, mm-hmm. I kind of just, I don't know. I kind of just stepped out of the loop of grades and I just, I don't know. Whenever people like talk about what they get, I kind of just like remove myself from the conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get that. Mm-hmm. I've worked on that a lot this year and then like at first I didn't really get it because I knew Zoe did it but I was kind of just like okay well I want to know anyways but then <laughs> afterwards I realized okay this is toxic yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. now I am practicing that same thing and mm-hmm. it has been pretty nice yeah because yes. once you know what someone else has gotten you really can't help but kind of compare yourself like even if it's a subconscious yeah. thing yeah and I know that NIB I feel like by competitive, maybe it's not that the people are necessarily outright competitive, but it's the fact that I remember you guys telling me that um, they have a seven point system, I think. So the highest mm-hmm. one you can get is seven. Mm-hmm. Six is like 95. Um, it I depends mean, if it's it SL or HL. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, but it's in the 90s. 
Yeah, so it's really hard. And A is split up into four parts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's just like, oh, the the normal like A, B, C, D system isn't good enough for us anymore. We have to <laughs> divide the A into four separate categories yeah. and then rank them from there. Which is yeah. like also really bad because a four sounds really bad, but like a four is technically mm-hmm. an A. And yeah. I don't, I don't know. It does not sound very appealing. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> and then, I don't know. It's just like being in a community full of overachievers and like mm-hmm. really smart kids. And then like, I'm glad to be in that environment, but also it's kind of inevitable to like compare yourself with others because mm-hmm. yeah. that's just what we're around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, it's kind of <laughs> annoying because I find like sometimes when they talk about grades or whatever, I find that annoying because sometimes I feel like that's all they talk about. But then I feel bad because mm-hmm. like I really like the people and they're mm-hmm. like really good friends and stuff. But it's like, I don't know. But like, again, inevitable. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But then, okay, this is a bit of a tangent, but I've realized a lot of the time when I'm discussing relationships with another friend like friend relationships not romantic relationships Mm -hmm. a lot of the times if you don't know someone very well or if you're not super close the person will describe them as like oh we mainly just talk about school but we don't really talk about anything like deeper than Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. and then I've heard that so many times and it feels normal at this point but then really how many relationships do we have where all we talk about is just school or grades or like assignments yeah and then like we're still friends of course and I consider a lot of those people like pretty good friends but then Mm -hmm. I'd say like 90% of their conversations is just about school Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's interesting because I feel like a lot of the time especially when you're in a program it's really easy to just start up a conversation about school or be ranting about a project or like a teacher or whatever (laughs) yeah but then you get kind of trapped where that's all you talk about in that relationship like Amy said and it's kind of hard to take it to the next level and form actually like a personal relationship with them yeah yeah how much of our identity is just grades like we care about grades (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think all of that stuff does kind of culminate into bad mental health and then also just like putting pressure on yourself to do really well in school and then just like kind of the Asian mentality as well just like oh if you don't do well in school then your entire life is ruined (laughs) yeah anyways on the topic of mental health I remember the first time Zoe and I bonded was not really about school (laughs) (laughs) that's true we remember this day yeah honestly like Zoe and I knew each other or we knew of each other through Grace since as mentioned before they were best friends but then like we didn't think we'd be close friends in school and then one day (laughs) we were just in the same art class and then I think we struck up a conversation somehow and then we ate lunch together or something and then the next day like 3 a.m in the morning we were talking about depression and BFFs so there we go (laughs) That was our bonding moment. Yeah, it really happened overnight. Yeah. (laughs) And look at us now. Also, like, the weird thing is, after that conversation, we didn't really bring that conversation up again until, like, much later. By, like, a year. (laughs) I remember thinking about that. And then, like, even so, I don't think we've actually had, like, a very, like, long 
conversation about mental health or anything like that. Usually it's just us when we're feeling inflamed and we're on Discord <laughs> and I'm just like, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But I guess, like, I don't know. We've kind of talked about it, but we haven't had another real, like, 3 a.m. sleepover talk about it mm-hmm. for a while. Mm-hmm. But then... I think that was especially, like, kind of because we were in grade 9 and then coming out of middle school, it's, like, mental health felt kind of different. Does that make sense? Yeah, kind of. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like, or at least, like, this is how I feel now looking in the past. I feel like coming out of middle school, mental health was, like, almost kind of romanticized or Mm -hmm. it didn't feel... Mm -hmm. as real as it does now yeah does that make sense Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. and then it was kind of like a meme too like everyone was just like haha i'm depressed and then a lot of them were like yeah Yeah. a lot of a lot of kids are pretty depressed (laughs) these days and also i don't know you know i think it's like become a little too normalized Mm, at times Uh, because sometimes it's like i don't realize how many other people like also suffer from it, I guess, like, on the internet or just, like, random people that I know of or just people in our school. Because, like, you never talk about it in full until, like, I don't know how to explain it, but, like, one day I came to that realization somewhere in, like, late grade 10, early grade 11, I think. But I was just, like, me feeling this way is really not that special, like, you know? Because, like, Mm -hmm. I didn't have, like, a lot of friends who felt the way that I did, I guess, like, not to, like, a certain extent. But then it's, like, when you take a step back, it's, like, so many people feel this way, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Which is not a good thing. (laughs) Yeah. And especially with something, like, that feels as personal as mental health struggles, it is kind of weird to notice that, like, everyone else is also kind of going through the same thing. Like, I guess it's comforting in a way, but also sometimes you're just like, Jesus, what happened to this generation? (laughs) (laughs) And then that, like, brings me to the question, why why are we this way, (laughs) you know? Also, like, I guess trigger warning that, like, sometimes in public, or, like, with friends, too, but mainly in public, I'll, like, see someone and, like, because it's summer, obviously everyone's, like, wearing short sleeves, but I'll see someone with either, like, self-harm scars, fresh, or, like, scars, um, and then, like, I don't know why, but, like, recently in public, I've been, like, noticing them a lot on, like, a lot of people, and I'm, like, Jesus, like, I didn't know it was, like, this common, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and, like, I was kind of, like, damn, that wow yeah no it's kind of crazy like the percentage of the people that like I've had personal conversations with who like bring up their own struggles with mental health in the past or like self-harm and something like that and then I don't know it's easy to feel really detached from it when you're just going through it by yourself but then yeah it is kind of crazy the extent yeah that yeah yeah that it is happening (laughs) And then I remember, like, I was first exposed to the topic of mental health in middle school when I had a friend who was going through it. And then at the time, I I had no idea, like, what it really was. And I didn't know how to deal with it either. Mm-hmm. So, like, looking back in the past, I handled some things really badly. And, like, I apologized to a friend because of that. Um, 
But then at the same time, it was it was a learning curve. <laughs> yeah. yeah, life lesson. Yeah, I kind of went through the same thing later on afterwards. So it does give you like a, a much better understanding of what it's like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kind of. I like asked some people, "Oh, why do you think?" Like, I don't know, we're so messed up. <laughs> and then the, the common response I get is social media, which is kind of cliche, I guess. But also, like, I agree, yeah. kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because really what separates us from previous generations, and then I yeah. think a big part of it is, like, how much access we have to everything mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. online, yeah. Yeah. And also, like, I might be brainwashed from watching The Social Dilemma, but they, they really, like, <laughs> go hard on social media is the devil. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Also, like, to turn you away from mental health a little bit, but, like, social media has made everybody, or a lot of people, so sensitive. And, like, sometimes I just find that annoying. That's just my rant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Me too. And when people get hurt on behalf of other people just because yeah i've heard a lot of instances where even with my culture because we're chinese where people are for example wearing something from our culture and there are people who aren't part of our culture getting offended and like i remember talking about this with people from my culture and we're all like no that's fine like we think that it's super cool and obviously we can't decide on behalf of everyone from our culture that it's fine but I feel like sometimes we cross the line where it's like now we're just being offended for the sake of being offended because Mm -hmm. I feel like people are just trying to appreciate each other's cultures and I guess it's hard now because everything you do you kind of have to worry about whether or not you'll offend someone And especially Mm -hmm. with social media, like I know influencers or celebrities probably have it much harder because Mm -hmm. there's so many eyes on them. So Mm -hmm. people are just like waiting for people to mess up and... And be able to like label them something. Yeah, Yeah. sometimes I feel like maybe possibly people find it rewarding to be able to catch someone doing something (laughs) like quote unquote bad or like to call someone out for something. Yeah. Even if it isn't really something that people are offended. Yeah. It's like, I do agree with the point that social media has, like, really bad effects on our mental health. And it's, like, there's the whole body image stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. With, like, the setting unrealistic expectations. And also, mm-hmm. um, I saw this a while ago, but it was, like, you know, when you, especially when you're in middle school, if you see the Snapchat about, like, someone hanging out without you, you get, like... <laughs> yeah or it's like i don't know i think i can get a little offended sometimes especially middle school amy can get a little offended sometimes in in middle school i'm not even gonna lie i had like one friend man (laughs) like i mean honestly maybe that was a good thing yeah that's true just have like one close friend so we did not have a friend group in middle school (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i think 
especially in middle school where everyone's still kind of petty mm, uh yeah. like the <laughs> ex- exclusivity and like friend group stuff and then like being left out is kind of a big issue <laughs> mm-hmm. and then social media makes that so much worse because then you actually like people like, i don't know flaunt going out with other people and then you're yeah. just at home and you feel bad about yourself yeah, yeah. And it, it sounds stupid, but, like, it hurts, especially to, like, I don't know, a, an emotional little middle schooler, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And I think it's, like, small things like that, and also kind of just, like, the buildup of all the negative information we get, mm-hmm. that kind of makes us go, like, damn. <laughs> That's cool, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then also, like, I brought this up earlier, but the normalization of mental health it's like in social media there are so many memes about mental health and everything like that and I love it sometimes (laughs) but also I feel like it kind of gives people access to like bad coping mechanisms and then like worse sides of the internet because I've seen the negative parts of the internet before and I think a really good example comes from a lot of the body image type of communities it's like i know there's an anorexia community out there somewhere that encourages the practice yeah and then a lot of stuff like that Mm -hmm. yeah also like i don't have like personal experience on eating disorders but like i've heard that you know like they get really competitive with each other of i guess like how skinny you can get or like how much Mm -hmm. you don't eat And it's, like, people talking about that on the internet sometimes encourages them, but, like, they're not trying to encourage, but, like, it just happens to encourage people. So, like, Mm -hmm. sometimes it's, like, I don't know. Having that community, I think, just makes it worse for everybody, but I can't personally say. Yeah. 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 Also, it's, like, this is kind of mentioned before, but then everyone always just shares the good parts of their life, you know? And then mm-hmm. there are, there's a lot of, like, really bad food content out there as well, especially on TikTok, um, which I don't have, <laughs> but then I don't have heard about it, where, like, there's a lot of what I eat in a day, you know? And then those girls are eating, like, I don't know, 200 calories a day, and then they have, like, a fruit for lunch, and then that's it. And then there are so many girls who watch that, and then they're thinking, like, oh, I should do the same thing. And then, no, you should not. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The one thing that I am glad for about, you know, like, normalizing that kind of stuff is spreading information about eating disorders. Like, those things exist. Mm -hmm. And, like, how bad they are for your body. Because I remember when I was way younger, I had this one thought where... I was, I don't even remember exactly what it was, but it was something along the lines of, oh, like, people say that if you go on a diet, then, like, you lose weight, right? So you eat less calories. So, like, that means the less you eat, the quicker you'll lose weight or whatever. Right. And, Mm -hmm. like, I'm so glad that people started talking about how that's not actually true and like being really courageous and brave and stepping up and sharing their experiences because I know that must have been so hard but Mm -hmm. I'm sure that so many people and including me were helped by that because like that really puts stuff into perspective and helps you understand what actually happens with your body when you do stuff like that to it um Yeah, and it helps you realize how bad it can be and how much of an addiction it is. Because when people get addicted to something, they're never like, oh, I'm going to get addicted. Like, that's my plan. Because no one 
everyone goes into it thinking, oh, I'll be fine, like, I'll just do it for a while, or I'll just do something for a little bit, or, like, I'll be able to control it, everything's good, but... It often spirals out of control, I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm Yeah. I'm just really thankful that people stepped up and shared that. Yeah, I agree. It's also kind of crazy, like, how many people have bad mental health, but also how many girls have gone through really unhealthy eating habits. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. I, and, like, also how normal it is. I remember my first day at school, I sat down, like, with this uh, group of girls, and then this girl just threw out her sandwich, and the other girl just didn't eat her lunch. And I was like, what? <laughs> what is going on here? <laughs> and then that wasn't the best introduction to school, you know? Yeah. And then, like, since then, like, I know a lot of people who don't brag about it, but they're like, oh, I didn't have breakfast today, or something yeah. like that. And then, it's like, they do it on purpose, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> and then they say it very casually, but in, it's not a good practice, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then also, um, it's crazy how many girls, well, I said this already, but it's crazy how many <laughs> girls struggle with eating disorders and stuff, because... I was talking to a friend a while ago, and she has a younger sister, and then the last time I heard about her was at the end of middle school, Mm -hmm. and then I think this girl was still in elementary school then, and her sister was telling me, oh, right now she's going through her cool phase, and she found this popular friend, and now she's, like, trying to buy cool clothes and everything like that now, and I was like, haha, (laughs) and then I I met up with her a while ago, and I was like, oh yeah, how's your sister, and she was like, oh, now she's going through her insecure phase, and I'm just like, oh, "Oh, damn, yeah, (laughs) and and then she, like, said that she's counting calories and everything and that makes me so sad because I'm just like how many other little girls are doing that you know and then there are so many other people who I know who've also gone through similar things and I'm just like (laughs) size yeah yeah and like I can say myself that like I've never had an eating disorder Mm -hmm. but I have definitely uh noticed like unhealthy eating habits that I was practicing mm-hmm. and then like not doing anything to stop it yeah mm-hmm. yeah and then it really is like a control thing because it's always like when I'm getting really stressed or something like that and then I just feel like oh I don't know gotta do this <laughs> yeah but then I guess that's a good thing about like the normalizing stuff too because then look at us talking about it so openly <laughs> yeah yeah that's true but I think like It's really important, like what you guys are saying earlier, which online community you're a part of. Because there's a lot of sides on the internet. Yeah. And it's crazy. I'm pretty sure Amy told me about this after she watched The Social Dilemma. But like how much social media and the internet feeds into your already established opinions. Yeah. And it just gives you stuff that you like or that you've already interacted with so it just like reaffirms your beliefs and then Mm -hmm. you're kind of just stuck in these bubbles and you don't realize there's like a whole other side of the internet with people with completely different beliefs you know yeah Mm -hmm. I remember um I had a talk with my friend a while ago and Mm -hmm. I was expressing oh I feel like there are a lot of bad people in this world but also I think we're generally going in the right direction like I have high hopes for our future and she was like yeah but at the same time like you get that sense from social media kind of right or mm-hmm. by looking at how many people are stepping up and going to protests and everything you know mm-hmm. but then also yeah. there's this entirely like other side of the internet that I have not experienced whatsoever who are very I don't know against what I might believe you know and then yeah. I just never see them 
So yeah. I think our world is doing great, but also I don't get access to the side that is not doing great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, funny, funny story about social media. <laughs> when I was younger, yes. I was very against social media. Maybe I was also going through a contrarian phase. Not like other girls. Yeah, <laughs> but like... I was very much yes. like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to get social media, or I'm not going to be active on social media. So I didn't really get Instagram, or I didn't really get like active on Instagram and have it as an app on my phone until like grade nine. Mm-hmm. But Something like that. Yeah, but I, I remember I was very Jeez. much against it, just because I heard of all this stuff going on with social media, and like all the cool kids and I was just like no (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah. I remember having this talk in TOK but it was kind of around like if you don't use technology or if you don't use social media to what extent will you be left out of like the social circles and stuff Mm -hmm. because then like meme culture is a thing you know and then (laughs) so much of our lives and teen culture happens online so then if I wasn't on social media and then I can remember the days where I wasn't on social media and there was a lot of things I didn't get and also um um in the period of time where I didn't have TikTok and Instagram reels wasn't a thing I was just like side note screw Instagram for like (laughs) introducing Instagram reels because I tried so hard not to um download TikTok and now it's just on Instagram so I'm just like (laughs) (laughs) yeah I think think you're basically just cheating I think you're rationalizing (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but it's just like I remember there would be a lot of TikTok references that I wouldn't get or when I didn't have Vine too like my friends would just like blurt out random things like oh I don't God. know MTB and then and I have no idea what that is you know so I it's like I am kind yeah. of excluded from that culture and then I did that on purpose but mm. I mean same <laughs> I can relate to that very much because when yeah. I wasn't on social yes. media I was like the person who lived under the 12-story building Maybe now yeah. I live under, like, yes. a two-story building. But... <laughs> yes. I can yeah. say, like... You have improved. I remember when Grace wasn't on social media, and she had no idea about teen culture and stuff. And then now she... She does. Yeah. <laughs> she does, yeah. In character development. Yeah, Amy would always be, like, my news source. <laughs> yeah. Now oh, Grace yeah. does that on her own. Now Grace is, like, my news source sometimes. Yeah, I was gonna say, I remember making references, or like meme, or like social media references to Grace when she wasn't on it, and she would always be confused, and I would just make fun of her. <laughs> <laughs> the good old days. Yeah. We had a thing where Amy and Zoe were planning to give me, like, a pop culture master class or yeah. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> we started that. You know, we started with, like, oh, on Instagram, you can't leave people on red. You have to like their message or else they're going to think right, you're rude. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. And then Grace just started liking every single message. Yeah, yeah this, this has set out, uh, gone in a direction we did not expect. <laughs> yeah. You guys should see my group chat with my friend group. Literally every single message has, like, <laughs> people liking Look it. Look at us. And it's great. I get <sighs> validation yeah. and I validate through my likes. but the leaving people on red thing was like a thing that i totally didn't know until grade eight and because i used to leave people and people thought people thought grace was rude and she was just like no the conversation just ended it was funny (laughs) (laughs) see but now like you can just like someone's message and then if you leave them on red then it's understandable Yeah, so yeah, useful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's like yeah. small things like that, you know? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't know. If you didn't have social media, you wouldn't get. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like, on, like, Snapchat as well, when, like, the conversation ends, they just, like, leave you on open. And you're like, ah! And you're yeah. offended. Even yeah. though, like, yeah, because, like, okay. yeah. <laughs> no, Snapchat, I, I just, like, send one of those bitmojis, and then that's the end, you know? Oh. <laughs> or, like, one of the sticker things. The stickers yeah. are great. I, I love know. the stickers. Yeah, 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 the stickers are great. <laughs> the stickers are, they're quite creative. They put mm-hmm. our faces on there now. Yeah. And then it, they, 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 they give our faces expressions, even. Yeah. And yeah, make them weird. go on journeys. It is weird. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I took my face off because I didn't want to see that. <laughs> Wait, then can you not send your stickers anymore? She can't send, no, like, no, the, the no, real like face the, ones, the, you know? The real person face. Oh, my goodness. Sorry. <laughs> Caramel intermission. Caramel didn't like that. <laughs> he wants you to keep are, we allowed, are we allowed to leave the caramel barks in just in the same background sure. when we edit this? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, speaking of caramel and speaking of body positivity. <laughs> My God. Do you think that Caramelly Boy has body confidence issues? <laughs> Since we call him a rectangular prism on the I mean, Yeah, we make fun of him all the time. <laughs> <laughs> we do and like honestly in my family as well like out of the blue we'll be petting him and then all of a sudden we'll be like why are you so fat yeah <laughs> i but, mean you know, i don't think he understands you know hopefully you you never know yeah um i don't know i think caramel just looks head empty no thoughts all the time but you know who knows maybe he's just plotting an elaborate you know Caramel started acting the other day. Uh, <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, Caramel faked a paw injury and we had to carry him on the hikes. And I think he was just being lazy because after he got home, he was fine. And my mom and I were like, what the heck? <laughs> this is why he's fat. <laughs> yeah. He gave me like an arm workout while carrying him because <laughs> of his chonk. Yeah. That's so cute. <laughs> Anyways, coming back from that massive tangent, <laughs> I let's get back to the depressing stuff, guys. <laughs> okay, I remember, like, midway through the year, Zoe was really close to switching schools and, like, quitting the program. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna go join Grace at her school. Yeah, yeah. but you didn't. <laughs> no, I'm not salty. I didn't. <laughs> yeah, so I was gonna ask, um, I know the answer already, but, like, what made you want to leave and what made you want to stay? Um, okay, I don't know why, but, like, I was just particularly stressed in January, I'd say. January. Um, and then, yeah, like, January. Um, Seasonal but, depression like, time. <laughs> yeah, and then I started, like, to think about... Because, like, I think in one of my classes at that time, started talking about all the stuff we have to do next year for that class and other things. Mm-hmm. And I was just, like... Because in my program, to put it in simple terms, you have to write, like, six essays to graduate, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I was, like, thinking about that, and I was, like, you know, in, like, ministry, you don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. You don't have to write six essays just to get your diploma and I was just like it would be so much easier as well Mm -hmm. and also if I transferred 
I would also be ahead of the other people because, like, we kind of learn ahead mm-hmm. <laughs> in the program. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, yeah. But first of all, I was really close to transferring in, like, the middle of the year. I was, like, so ready to do it. Except they didn't have the courses I needed, so, like, I couldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and then my mom and, like, including, like, a lot of other people, they were kind of just like, if you, like, quit and you've already done grade 11, what's the point? I guess, because, like, you've already suffered through, I guess, three out of the four years. <laughs> yeah. Um, even though the first two years are not Yeah. Like, anyways. Um, but, like, yeah, and I was, I, like, I agreed with them. I was just, like, there is kind of, like, not that much point in starting grade 12 in a different school and stuff, especially because everyone already has, like, their own friend groups at that time as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like... Also, I don't think I could have transferred anyways, because I don't think they had, like, the classes I wanted to take. For the next year? I don't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so, like, maybe that too, but that's not actually confirmed. But also, another side thing, which, like, has nothing to do with education, but, like, I don't, I don't like a lot of people at Grace's school. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, it's not like we've had history or anything, but, like, we're in, like, the same middle school, and, like, they're kind of annoying and, like, obnoxious. They're, like, those kind of high school students, and I'd, like, I didn't want to deal with them. <laughs> you know? So, like, yeah. Also, the fact that, like, I had three distinct friend groups I could have joined, if I transferred, and then I had, like, one that I was, like, definitely gonna join, but, and then I felt bad for, like, my other two friends, because they were, like, both really excited for me to join their friend group, and I was, like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> how do I tell you that, like, I'm not... <laughs> Zoe too but, popular. Yeah. For real. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone wants to be Zoe's then, friend. I don't know. I had one realizing moment in one of my classes, and, like, I don't even know. It's one of those epiphanies that, like, aren't that significant if you think about it. But, like, to me, it was, I guess. I don't know. But, like, I was in... I think that's a special thing. Yeah, it's a special thing. But, like, I was in one of my classes, and then someone just made a joke. Like, it wasn't even, like, that deep. But then, like, everyone just, like, laughed and started, like, making fun of them and stuff. And, like, even the teacher laughed or anything. And I was just, like, I already, like, have an established community here of friends and mutuals acquaintances and stuff and like because in the program there's only like what 130 of us so like Mm -hmm. we technically already all like know each other and i was like i've kind of made so much progress here already and i don't really want to give it up in a sense Mm -hmm. so i decided to stay (laughs) yeah hell yeah Yeah. i mean it always stays with me (laughs) (laughs) yeah now Amy and I have math class sometime next year. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Now hopefully this yeah. math class will be marginally less painful than the one I was in this year. <laughs> I believe in you guys. You yes. guys are gonna do great. PTSD. <laughs> About that, Grace. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I I can definitely see wanting to could I be. <laughs> there isn't a distance. Yeah. And, like, it, it was really funny, too, because I would, quote-unquote, spread my propaganda about quitting oh, yeah, to yeah, everyone, yeah, yeah. and I would try and convince everyone to, like, drop out with me. <laughs> and, you know, I made some people consider, but they didn't actually, like, drop. Uh, yeah. I didn't think they would. But, like, yeah, and then I did all of that advertising, and I didn't even drop 
So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the propaganda master falls. Yes. <laughs> also, like, it was kind of damaging because I was like, oh, I don't really need to try because I'm going to transfer anyways. So, you know, those grades might have taken a little bit of a dip <laughs> during <laughs> that <can't> time. <laughs> but it's okay. Grade 12, grade 12. You know, get, get grade, yes, grade 12 yeah. for the win. Yeah. yeah. We got this. Yeah. <laughs> Pain. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, I mean, like, I've definitely briefly considered dropping IB at one point, actually multiple points, but, like, I think <laughs> I knew that was I was never really going to go through with it, just because I was just yeah. like, you know, it's too much of a hassle anyways. Yeah. And I don't know what I'd do otherwise. Like, I would probably just stay at our school, because I'm not super close to, like, my old middle school mm -hmm. friends anyways, and it wouldn't make sense to travel that far. Yeah. <sighs> You can join me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. see you, though. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. I cannot believe the people who... Because my program was grade 9 and grade 10, and IB, Amy and Zoe's program, um, gets really tough in 11 and 12, because that's, like, the real IB program. I cannot mm -hmm. believe the people who do the first two years at my program and yeah. then go to <laughs> your guys' program. Like, that's insane. Yeah. We got some of your kids, yeah. and I'm just like, what are you doing with your lives? I know. <laughs> yeah. I, like, yeah. At first, I didn't recognize them. And I was like, where did you come from? <laughs> I haven't actually met them, but I know of them. Yeah. I No, I've only seen them. I haven't talked. <laughs> but, yeah. It's it's very interesting. You know, um, I named to Grace that she could do that. Because, mm -hmm. yeah. um, she, you know, she could have came to our school she to do the program. Yeah, you know, But, you know... <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. I don't but, recommend yeah. it though. <laughs> yeah, no. But kind yeah. of like Zoe, but like the opposite side. I considered last year. I considered going to their program after I finished my program. But like then, I'd yeah. only really see you guys for a year, and also we wouldn't even have <laughs> any of the same classes. Really, I don't think. Yeah. yeah. So then. I don't know, and I didn't really want to do it. And my dad was also spreading kind of anti-IP propaganda. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? I want to hear. Yeah, what uh, did he say? Well, he was just talking about how it's the environment makes it hard to find a balance in life, and like the f mm -hmm. focus yes. on grades can be Nods. pretty unhealthy. Nods. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he was just like not wanting just, like... to go into that. <laughs> yeah okay See, my mom was like the opposite she tricked me into okay no not really but like <laughs> she was just like oh no just do the test to see if you can get in you don't actually have to go so you know i did the test and she was like oh you gotta accept oh let's go <laughs> and and so it was just like wait 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 wait, wait a minute <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then and then she's like nah i already sent the email confirming and i was like what <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was a great time uh-huh but I know you're stuck with us. Smiles. Yeah. <laughs> I, rec I regret my decisions too sometimes. <laughs> but also, okay, yeah. one thing I do kind of like about it is because it has, like, such a laid out program for you. Mm -hmm. It's like, I don't really need to worry too much about a lot of the other extra academic stuff that, that the ministry that kids true. have to do. Yeah, it's like AP exams. Especially uh -oh. volunteer hours. Oh, yeah, 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 and volunteer hours. Don't have to worry about volunteer hours. <laughs> yeah, because we can just cast it. I don't know if that's a worse yeah. thing, though. 
Yes, yeah, yes. well, whatever. <laughs> Looks at Amy's cast reflections. <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, but you know what, like, this might just be me trying to, like, see the good out of all of the bad stuff, but... I mean, optimism. I, yeah, optimism, but, like, <laughs> yeah. I think struggling through this year has made me into a little bit of a stronger person, right? <laughs> yeah, I would definitely yeah, I, say so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, also, like, especially because a lot of people say IV students don't struggle as much in their first year of university because mm-hmm. they've already dealt with that stress and stuff, <laughs> Yes, which is yeah. good. And, like, a lot of previous IV students have said that. So I guess that's that, but... Does that mean I'm going to manage my time properly? Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. Me too. Like, honestly, there are a lot of IB kids who don't manage their time very well, though. But also, like, I yeah. guess that's everywhere, I guess. Yeah, there's no program where everyone has perfect study habits. Yeah. Yeah. But at least some of us are working on it a bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I, I do know, like, one person in the program, though, who's, like, like, pretty chill. Like, I've never really seen them, like, very stressed or anything but you know they have fantastic grades but like i don't know because like they're always just like oh like i never do work on fridays that's always like my thing and like from my my point of view at least it looks like they have pretty good time management or like at least like not that stressed you know i never like see him grinding work though yeah but then like naturally he gets good naturally still gets really high marks yeah. and it's like i don't like you but i like you like me <laughs> honestly yes yeah. but like while we're on this topic but i remember my brother saying as well like it was kind of frustrating to have friends who are just like a lot smarter and then they'd spend like a fraction of the time like he spent on a piece of work and then get like around the same grade anyways mm-hmm. and he's just like what is this bs <laughs> yeah but i think that's just the way of the world I mean, I feel like, I don't know, like, personally, I feel like I have a higher I'm fine filter where I never really talk about being stressed about work. And I feel like people might Mm -hmm. think that I might not spend as much time on work, but Mm. I do. But it's just because, like, I don't know, I don't talk about it. I don't know. So I feel like it depends on the person. I feel like some people are just less public about it. Maybe. I'm, I'm just the type of person to, like not spend a lot of effort and finish it quickly but you know get average marks so (laughs) honestly that's not a bad thing though Mm -hmm. i think it's better than like waiting until the last minute and like stressing yourself out a lot Mm -hmm. and then like Mm -hmm. handing something in you're not proud of because at least like you're chilling kind of (laughs) you know i'm I'm chilling i don't know because like in my mind it's always like yeah you could do better but realistically, I'm not going to put the effort in because I know myself, you know. <laughs> so then I just hand it in. Yeah. And honestly, like, it's working out fine, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, your grades I'm are I'm not failing any fine. classes yet, you know? Look <laughs> at no. you go. Yeah. Um, I kind of wanted to touch back onto the eating disorder and unhealthy eating habits portion. It's just, like, I said it's a really big issue in our generation, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The thing is, like, I feel like it's really normalized right and then i wouldn't call like most of the girls who i've like seen practicing unhealthy eating habits like having an eating disorder but then i feel Mm -hmm. like i don't know everyone kind of just does it yeah more or less i think that a lot of people need to get the 
fact that, like, even if you, like, don't eat and you just, like, purge yourself, that isn't... I mean, like, they think that, like, they'll get, like, their desired body, but, like, realistically, you know... It's not sustainable, I think. Mm-hmm. Yes, the healthiness factor is missing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also, I'm, I'm not sure how accurate this is, but then I'm pretty sure, like, if you purge yourself and, like, don't eat for a long time... If you need to eat afterwards, then you'll gain weight really quickly. Yeah. yeah, I've heard that too. Yeah, I've heard that too, where it's like your metabolism decreases and your body yeah. is preparing to store extra mm-hmm. energy for the next time there's no food. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I feel like it's kind of like a get-rich-quick thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, rather than mm-hmm. actually like eating healthy yeah. and then like living a good lifestyle a lot of girls are just like okay i won't eat today and then it works for a bit of time yeah you can't really like sustain that yeah yeah and also just the whole thing where you see a lot of the same body type in a lot of celebrities Mm -hmm. and a lot of models and stuff and that's what's being broadcasted as what you should want yeah. Because a lot of people in our generation really look up to celebrities or idols or YouTubers or influencers or whatever. And when they're promoting a certain body type or when people are editing or photoshopping themselves to look a certain way, you know, it does mm-hmm. get into your head. I think we're doing, or at least like from my side of social media, I think we're doing like a pretty good job there now. It's like I see yeah. more celebrities like showing off their normal bodies and everything mm-hmm. like that. And yeah, I get a lot yeah. of like healthy eating content on my Instagram, mm-hmm. which is great. And then also mm-hmm. like, um, yeah. I know this YouTuber who you guys might know called Linda Sen who blew up this year. And then she's like a huge advocate of like intuitive eating, which is also like another internet trend, I guess. But it's a good internet trend, I think. Yeah. Which is just like <laughs> eating what your body tells you, you know, like listening to what it wants. Mm-hmm. And then I'll work out anyways. And yeah. I think that's good because then that's just like keeping yourself healthy and then being where you're supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like just that's really awesome. listening to your body and knowing what you need to do to make sure that you feel energized because at the end of the day like our body is here to help us be healthy and like function properly and like not feel tired (laughs) or like bloated or gross or like it's okay if that's what happens sometimes but if you're always living like that like if you're always living in a way where your body isn't feeling its best then I guess Mm -hmm. you're not reaching the full potential that your body has. And obviously, it'll be less comfortable for you, too. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly. It's what you want. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I think this year, a theme in my life kind of has been like, rather than focusing on these other things, like having uh, my ideal body or getting good grades or stuff like that it's been a lot more about like building myself the sustainable lifestyle and like having a healthy mindset where i'll be able Uh to like achieve those things on the way you know yeah Mm -hmm. i was gonna say there are some times where i don't love my body but honestly like i don't think that's true anymore (laughs) or it's like i at least like right now i can't remember a point in my like recent history where i've been really unhappy with how my body has looked Uh Yeah. And then, like, if I happened to be, then I would focus on, like, living healthily and, like, making myself feel good. Honestly, sometimes 
when I like look in the mirror and I'm like, oh, I think I gained weight, and then I'll like settle on that for like two minutes, but the, and then like afterwards I'll just like shrug it off. I'll be like, oh, okay, oh well, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, because yeah. it's not like it's unhealthy, mm-hmm. you know. And then I just kind of go, okay. <laughs> yeah, I've heard this thing because I was in the clothes making side of the internet and i heard this thing where part of the reason why a lot of designer clothing and stuff is made for people with a very specific like thin frame and body type is because Mm -hmm. it takes so much more effort and it's so much harder to sew it in a way that really fits someone's curves because every every person is so Mm. unique you know and every body is so unique so it's really hard to do that so then it's almost like the models, a lot of the models that they choose for certain clothing are kind of like almost clothing hangers where they're just designed to showcase the clothing and not actually like fit the body, right. you know, because then you have to like custom make it for everyone because yeah. everyone's body is yeah. so different. Yeah. So. And then like all the mannequins are already like that size, you know, yeah. and I don't think I don't yeah. see them making plus size mannequins anytime yeah. soon and making that norm. Yeah. But yeah, like... I definitely remember the times in, like, middle school, especially when it's really easy to get caught up in that whole body image issue stuff, and then just, like, I don't know, weighing yourself, and then, like, looking at what you ate in that day, and then, like, looking at yourself in the mirror and going, like, oh, it looks like my thighs are a little fatter today. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. That was, like, prime middle school grade nine times for me. Yeah. They were not fun times. They were not fun times. Do not recommend. Do not recommend. Like, as I said before, it's kind of sad that every or a lot of girls have to go through, like, this ritual, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. It's just, like, she got to go through her insecure calorie counting phase first, and then she'll go yeah. off to become a normal human. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Normal human. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, it's also, like, kind of inevitable. Which is sad! Like, Jesus! <laughs> it is yeah. sad, especially because, like, I feel like girls are going to it, like faster now because of social media Mm -hmm. but also i don't even know what started you know that like because i don't know when i first started thinking about other people's opinions and i don't know what triggered that either but like i don't know it's also that thing where it's like all of a sudden one day you just feel like everyone's judging you and then you have to change and then that kickstarts the whole you know phase Mm -hmm. but also it's like this has been brought up before too but kids are growing up so fast these days and then a lot of us (laughs) are a lot less quirky or like a lot of us fit the internet (laughs) version of like i don't know normal (laughs) um compared to like in 2000s you know where all the kids were just like dressing super quirky and then Mm -hmm. thinking that they're super cool yeah yeah and going back to the whole going through your insecure phase and being insecure about your body at a certain age I remember once I was at gymnastics, and there were these way younger girls. I think they were in, like, grade 6 or something. But they were talking mm-hmm. about how they heard that this person got, like, two of her ribs removed to, get, to have a thinner waist. Oh, I saw that one, yeah. Oh, yeah, that and they were like, I would do that. And I was just there, like, shook. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Also, like, sports, like dance and gymnastics, mm-hmm. oh, they do something to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's not in, not in a good way. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess, like, through that experience, I came to, like, the end where I started to, like, not care about it. 
But, like, still, I was a bad time mm-hmm. <laughs> going through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Honestly, my experience with gymnastics, I feel like, wasn't that bad on the body image side. Because I remember seeing, like, a decent amount of, like, bigger girls there, you know? Mm-hmm. And then that was normal mm-hmm. there. And then it was fine. But, yeah, I can definitely see it going otherwise. Also, I feel like in, like, rhythmic gymnastics and, like, dance, it's always, like... <sighs> You need that, like, body type where you appear really slim, but, like, you have a lot of muscle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you have to do, like, the right workouts so you don't get bulky muscles because then you just look fat. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, yeah. I remember this, like, distinct memory because I do gymnastics, but I also, like, ski a lot. And I've been pretty much doing those two sports for an equal amount of time. Mm-hmm. And, like, I just remember one time my coach, this was in, like, grade 8, grade 9, and she was just like, you ski, right? And I was just like, yeah. And she was just like, oh, you shouldn't, because then it makes your thigh muscles look really bulky, and then you just look fat. And and then I was just like, excuse me. So then I, I being my very petty self, went skiing more. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> it's very... De- demanding. Yeah. Also, like, my mom sometimes, she'll comment on my body and she'll also comment on her own mm-hmm. body and she'll be like, oh, I think you're getting fat. Like, you could wear this outfit and you could, like, look better if you were skinnier. And I was like, thanks, mom. Yeah. But then, yeah. And then she also, like, comments on her own body and she's like, oh, I think I'm getting fat and, like, I don't like it. But then I literally just look at her and I'm like, it doesn't matter. Nobody cares. Yeah. And then I just try and advocate that to her she doesn't listen yeah. to me but you know i try <laughs> we try <laughs> that brings me to like two things i kind of want to talk about one of them is like it kind of shocked me how like quick asian people are to like uh, comment on your weight mm-hmm. or like random relatives yeah. but then like an auntie yes. can just walk up to you and go like hey i you're getting kind of fat there you know yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and then also like especially in korean culture i think like dieting and everything and like losing weight and caring mm. about your weight and everything that's like a really big thing and that's normal yeah. and that's not really seen as unhealthy either mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then the second thing i wanted to say is like how ignorant a lot of asian families are to like mental health and and yeah. um, eating disorders and everything and then even i i remember i was talking to one of my parents about this and it was shocking like how little they really heard about it it's like i guess it shouldn't be that surprising but still things that feel like common sense to me are new information to them yeah Yeah. and then it's like hard dealing with that sometimes yeah because like i am kind of in this weird limbo with my family sometimes because like i try to be really open to them about how i'm feeling everything Mm -hmm. and i trust them to like be able to i don't know listen to me validate my feelings and everything like that but sometimes i'm just like maybe it'd be better if i just like did not try I don't know, because I don't really talk to my mom a lot about, like, personal life and, like, what happens. You know, she mainly just knows, like, the education part, but, like, really nothing else. And so I always get, like, shocked when some other friends of mine who have, like, good relationships with their parents, like, they tell them almost everything, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's, like, really healthy, but, like, sometimes I just forget that they exist, you know? Because I'm like, oh, yeah. And I think (laughs) it's weird. (laughs) i'm not sure how much i want to let my parents into my personal life Mm because then obviously it's nice to have them in there and to have like that trust between you two but then also sometimes i don't know it it gives you more freedom to hide things yeah yeah i don't know i feel like a lot of growing up 
my mom always like cared a lot for me so I never wanted her to worry about anything and maybe that's why I built up such a high filter where now I like don't really tell anyone anything <laughs> but it, once when I was super young like I think five I was playing with my friend and I fell on the pavement and I like really quickly looked around got up and was like don't tell my mom I fell and my mom <laughs> saw and heard the yeah. whole thing and like I don't know. Well, I just, like, got into this thing where I was like, I don't want my mom to worry because she always worries about me. And, like, I don't want to make her worry. So then mm, I think, like, yeah. I subconsciously began to believe that I shouldn't tell people stuff or else they'll worry about me. And I don't want <gasps> them to worry about me or something. I don't know. <laughs> this is a revelation. Yeah. I'm realizing <laughs> I never heard of something this right now. Live on the podcast. That makes a lot of sense, though. <laughs> oh, gosh. No. Wow. That's interesting. Wow. <laughs> as another side tangent it's always so interesting to like see whenever we have an issue now and it's just like i don't know i have an issue with procrastination or whatever you can always like lead that to something else and then especially like something in your childhood mm-hmm. and then i'm just like it's always the childhood yeah. shakes <laughs> podcast is getting too long but <laughs> okay <laughs> if you could tell our viewers one thing to leave with what would you say well, it's going to sound cliche, but, like, literally don't care about what people think about you, both, like, body image-wise yeah, and, like, yeah. how you act or anything. Because, like, realistically, they don't care that much. Like, you know, they just need something to talk about. Yes. And, like, you shouldn't care that much either. So, frick them. <laughs> nice cliche to end on. Words of wisdom from Zoe. And- <laughs> Zoe yes. is honestly the VIP of not giving an F, though. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Honestly, I think that's always been my trait. A little bit, yeah. Since I was, like, It's a good one to have. (laughs) Yeah. My catchphrase is literally, like, it used to always be, like, I don't care. You know, that's still my catchphrase, but, you know. (laughs) All right. Anyways, let's give it up for our guest, Zoe. (laughs) Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. We love having you. It was a pleasure to have you here. Yes. Yes. We're so glad that you came. I had fun being here. Thank you. Go check out their Instagram at To Be Honest Pod because this is shameless sponsor. Yes. <laughs> no, I told her to do that. <laughs> Anyways, yes. as always, thank you so much for your support. And if you want to hop over to Apple Podcasts and give us a rating, a five star rating, that would be much appreciated. <laughs> <laughs> if you have anything to say, send us a DM. And we love you all so much. And we'll see you next week. Unfortunately, Zoe won't be there. But we'll be here. Yeah. Unless. <laughs> Unless, <Yeah>. Zoe. <laughs>